0: Welcome to Law Chat with John and Amy. I'm Amy Poliatko. This week's question is, what is my chapter 13 annual report? John's actually in back-to-back meetings today, so it'll just be me um, for this episode. But um, most people who are in a chapter 13, especially if you are one of our clients, are getting your annual reports either this week or next week, so we wanted to get this out to you as soon as possible. So in a chapter 13, as you remember, it's a repayment plan which means you send money to the trustee every month and then she or he distributes it to your creditors and as part of their responsibility as trustee they must submit an annual report comes out every january showing all of the transactions that have happened in your case including the money that they've received from you and who they have sent it out to you. And they must send this to you every year so if you're um uh, in a Chapter 13 in the Eastern District of Massachusetts, you should have received a report this week. If you didn't, um, and you're one of our clients, um, shoot me an email. I have a copy of everyone's reports that I'm going through. And it's really important that you read your report because if there's an error, it's it's so much better to address it now than waiting until your case is done and then realizing the error. So um, I do encourage you all to read these carefully. And as such, I'm going to go through how you read the report, um, to try and answer some of the most frequently asked questions I do get about them. So on your first page of your report, it's going to be pretty basic. It tells you your case number, your case name, all of that. A couple things I want you to know. Is your case confirmed or not? If it's confirmed, there'll be a confirmation date on it. And I'm going to separately classify into three categories. If your case was confirmed um, in 2021 or before, then that's great you're probably not going to have a lot of issues with this report because the trustee has been paying these claims for over a year now and hopefully any errors would have been caught by now if your report has been confirmed in the last year that's when you really want to look at every single claim very carefully which i will do but i also um, i want you to look at them carefully as well um, to make sure that as the thing has got set up in the trustees system every creditor was set up correctly they're all getting paid the correct amount and then if your case has not been confirmed yet that means the judge has not approved your plan it could just be because you're not in your plan enough time or there's an ongoing objection to your plan or we have recently filed an amended plan so the time period just hasn't lapsed yet and in that case the trustee will not have sent payments out to any of your creditors yet so your disbursements are pretty much going to show nothing has been paid out on um, that top section of the first page, I also want you to look at the delinquency. That's going to show what the trustee thinks you were behind in terms of your plan payment at the end of last year. Hopefully, everyone shows zero, but um, just in my quick review of the reports that I've kind of um, scrolled through, that's not the case. Um, so, a couple things to remember. It was as of December 31st, so if you had made a payment and you just hadn't received it yet, then that wouldn't have been credited yet and um you know this isn't her filing a motion for relief um, i'm sorry a motion to dismiss because you're late or anything she's just letting you know which is great it gives you the opportunity to get caught up if you weren't aware you were behind i'm going to just skip to the second page for a second at the very top of the second page the section called receipts during reporting period that shows every payment that the trustee has received from you um, my hope is that it shows 12 payments, one for each month, and that would be great. If yours doesn't and you think you made a payment that month, then that's an issue. So um, shoot me an email with the um, either the TFS receipt or a copy of your money order receipt, and um, we'll get that addressed. Um, that's very rare, but if it is a problem, let me know. Um, and so that'll kind of show you if you are behind when you got behind so um, if you are behind um, just try and you know chip away at that amount send a little bit more every month um, so that it doesn't continue to grow and by the time you finish your case you'll have gotten caught up back on the first page the bottom half of the page shows a reconciliation of funds so it shows every um the total amount that she has received from you and then where she has sent it out. I'm saying she because um, most of our clients this week are receiving their reports from Carolyn Benkowski, who is the Eastern Massachusetts Chapter 13 trustee. Um, It'll show the principal that she's paid out, any attorney's fees to us, and um, what she's taken for her trustee fee. And at the end, it'll show what she has for cash on hand. If your case isn't confirmed, then Um, Pretty much everything you've sent in should be in funds on hand because the only person she's allowed to pay until it's confirmed is herself. Um, Okay, if you have any questions about that, again, shoot me an email. Next on the second page is disbursements during the reporting period. This shows where she has sent your money for the last year. Um, We're going to go column by column across this page. Claim number is first it does not align with the proven claim number so that can be a little bit confusing um but if you are sending me an email because you have a question just let me know what claim number um, according to the trustee you have a question about next is the creditor name slash account number um, and so this can be a little bit confusing sometimes because you may have thought hey i owe macy's money but Um, Mesa has actually sold your debt and now it's Portfolio Recovery who has that debt and they're the one who filed the claim so it might be listed under that on um, your creditor name. A couple other things to note on the second line, sometimes it'll say something like WD which means the claim has been withdrawn so we want to make sure the trustee isn't paying any more on that claim. Or it could say split claim and that happens, the most common time that happens is with the IRS. If you owe money to the IRS, part of your claim could be a priority, and part of it could be general unsecured, generally the interest or any kind of fees or penalty. So the IRS could be listed twice, once with each kind of claim, and you'll see a note um, generally that it's a split claim. Um, other things that you can see on there, so we'll say AM, and that is an amended claim. And if that's the case we want to just make sure that the the trustee has updated the numbers to reflect the new amended claim okay that's um pretty much everything you're going to see in creditor name next is class this is either priority which would be your mortgage or car i'm sorry secured which would be your mortgage or car priority which would be your taxes and then unsecured which is your general credit cards medical debt personal loans This is the class that is being treated as as part of your plan so um, depending on what section of your plan it is that's where that class is determined next is the claim amount to be paid that's the total amount the trustee is going to pay during the course of your bankruptcy and i'm going to put a little asterisk here and i'll come back to it on that Um, the next is the Principal paid. So this will include how much she's paid in 2022, and then there'll be a slash, and it'll include how much she has paid in total. So for cases from 2020, it's a couple of years worth of payments. So obviously the second number will be larger. The third column is interest paid. It's So it's pretty rare to have interest paid during a chapter 13. So pretty much everyone's gonna have zeros for this whole column. And then the final column is remaining principal due. How much is less to be paid to that creditor during the course of your plan? Um, another couple things that do get some people will see in this column is something that says closed if that claim was withdrawn or not filed if the claim was never filed, which means that all across the, the row for that person, it should say the claim amount that we have put on your schedules, but they're not actually getting paid out any of that. Um, because there's nothing left to get paid. And this is where I want to go back to the asterisk. If your plan is what we call a pot plan, that means that all of your unsecured creditors are paid from this pot. When we say, instead of saying every single creditor is going to get 10% of what it's owed, we say, here's a pot of $5,000 and everyone's going to get their proportional share of it. So sometimes the claim amount to be showed, those amounts are the full total, as opposed to whatever share that they're actually going to get, and it's just the way that the trustee has to input it into her system in order for it to do the calculations. So those, those reports are probably the most confusing. So if you have a report and you're looking at it and thinking these numbers are, are way too high. I don't know how we're possibly going to pay all of that back based on my plan payment and how much time I have left. Just shoot me an email and I can go over that with you. Um, again, if anyone has any questions about their reports this year, let me know. Otherwise, um, John will be back with me next time and we look forward to chatting with you again. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at ulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. The information provided does not constitute legal advice and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service to the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. The lawyers in the law firm of Yulian Associates, BC, make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.